Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and good motherfucking night, y'all. Welcome back to another episode of Unapologetic as Fuck with your hostess, with the motherfucking Moses, me, myself, and I, Paris Renee. I don't know if you guys noticed, but I decided to do the intro live every episode because sometimes I'm hype and I really cannot match the pitches. So I'm like, fuck that shit. Let me just, you know, give it to y'all live and motherfucking direct. Um, I hope you had your spliff, your bong, your vape edible, or whatever the fuck it is that you do. And if you do not use, then congratulations on not being traumatized enough that drug consumption is your niche. Um, whatever the fuck you did or did not do, sit back, relax, and listen to the sound of my voice. Living single is today's episode. Um, it has taken on a whole new meaning for me, and it's something that I am very excited about. I'm nervous, absolutely, but excited. Um, and I feel like, you know, those two things is where optimism is formed, right? When you're excited and nervous at the same time. With that attitude, I feel like that's where, you know, good things start to come in, you know, in the best way possible. So because this episode is more, you know, personal than others, to squash any little stupid silly shit, if you've heard me mention the term boyfriend prior to, and now you hear me using the term ex, it's, you know, let's just remember that one plus one does equal two. And simple math is and always will be simple math. And so on that note, I will forever have respect for that man. I can truthfully say that our time together has shaped me into the person and the woman that I am today. I mean, like, first and foremost, he helped me confront my mommy issues. Um, and that is no slight task at all. Uh, he really did challenge me, uh, confronted me, encouraged me, and supported me. And very much so up until this day. And because of that, it really did, you know, help in producing a more softer, more vulnerable and comfortable version of myself, which allowed for me to apply those newfound traits to my emotions, which has never been done prior to him. So for that and for many, many more reasons, I will always be grateful for him. And, you know, as long as life permits, I do believe that he will be in my life to some proximity because honestly, I'm just not into the whole hating your ex shit. I think it's for kids. I think it's weird as fuck, especially just for myself as an adult making the jump over the age of 25 this year. You know, hitting the back end of my 20s now, we gotta refine the filter on which battles we decide to pick and choose. And there's just some things that, you know, you shouldn't care to take part of once your brain is fully developed. I feel like it should just be like that's for kids i'm not a kid but that's just me uh so for those that love to hate i would just want you guys to take this message with you just keep in mind that emotions come from within and when you bottle them up it doesn't serve you any purpose and storing hatred in your heart only makes you ugly because it's from within right (laughs) which basically looks like your rotten ass personality and then it comes out outwardly when there's like externally when there is no more room inside when you're when you're filled to the brim with hate on the inside it just starts to expel outward and that's when you start to look ugly in the motherfucking face like some of y'all haggard ass mamas okay so just think about her and how miserable she is whenever you feel those feelings and be like oh i don't want that face oh (laughs) let me not hate let me not hate let me love (laughs) and you know like full disclaimer which i shouldn't really have to say but you know if the shoe doesn't fit don't go cutting off toes to make it you know this isn't the cinderella story let's not do that but enough about man and you know haters and weird shit as i mentioned being nervous i think it's because of the fact that i personally haven't been single since i was 22 years old and with this spring turning 26 you know as i mentioned earlier and the reason why i, I 
mention my age is just because of the fact that when you're single in your early 20s versus later on in your 20s, it's two complete different experiences, right? Like I'm not the same person, much less the same woman, which, you know, that puts into perspective the woman that I am now without the relationship, right? Now, obviously a relationship doesn't define who you are because it's not a personality trait, but I do think that a relationship plays a part in, you know, your doings uh, and what you choose to do. Whatever that may be and the impact depends on the individual, but like nonetheless, right? I knew what single 22 year old Paris liked and wanted, but not as a person that's lived through an additional four years of life and experiences, right? That's a bit, it's a, it's a lot more different. And to be in a new frame of mind with a different perspective and having to figure out who I want to be, it's a whole new level of self-awareness and it could be really tough to navigate sometimes, right? I don't mean in terms of new relationship, but just more so like a new level of self-awareness within myself. You know, however, like, you know, the grit, like, the ending of a relationship, I think, is a good time to reflect on who you were in that relationship and the role that you played in that relationship with that person as well and how you played a role as, like, an individual. Because, like, you had to ask yourself, like, would you want that version of yourself to continue in, you know, future partnerships? Why or why not, right? Like, it's a great moment to, like, kind of sit on that thought and be like, okay, like, if I didn't like this, why is that? What can change about it? You know, what can be done about it? How can I improve myself in in that way? Like, you know, whatever the answer is, it, it causes for reflection, just time to sit down. And, you know, just like really, just like think about it. Because, um, you know, like when you no longer have that person, it's just you, yourself, and your thoughts day in and day out, right? And redefining time becomes like the ultimate task. Like it's almost the same as when the entire world went into lockdown and, you know, we were restricted from what was our everyday normal, right? Um, you have to redefine time and how you use it and how you use it wisely and productively and, you know, in a way that benefits you. Um, and every day it's still something that I'm figuring out for myself, right? Like getting back into old hobbies and like, you know, just trying new things even. I want to take up skateboarding, like I'm getting a skateboard, right? Like just doing new things to, um, you know, work your mind and really just like occupy your time. So it's a whole new thing. But like one thing I can say, honestly, is to allow yourself to feel things as you experience them as mentioned briefly before we do live in a society where it is the norm to dislike your ex you know you're not supposed to like the person that you're no longer with like that's just code that's the standard and obviously each situation differs so you know i'm gonna let you feel how you feel of course that's for you to decipher for yourself but if you are tired of feeling that way because i personally feel that forgiveness is about you because it's your life and you're living life for you so why hold on to hate for someone else when you're only robbing yourself of time and being present in the moment and all that shit so if you're sick and tired of that shit and you want you know to forgive for yourself then you might want to hear me out you know i understand it may be a fuck you thing but it also is a disservice to them you know because as someone that you know loves love and cares for humanity despite how flawed and stupid humans can honestly be, naturally, I want the best for each person, you know, whatever that may look like for them. And, you know, the reason why it's a disservice is because by holding someone to a title or perspective that they've outgrown or they're trying to outgrow, it presents another roadblock for them to progress into the next best version of themselves, right? Because they're trying to change and they're, you know, maybe they've already addressed the past selves and they're trying to, you know, advance forward and then you keep 
bringing that shit up is like damn they can't move forward it's like running in the same spot and the reason why you can't break through the resistance is because someone's holding you by the back of your t-shirt right so it's like you're using up all this energy to try to go forward but it's like someone keeps holding you back in the same spot on the flip side if you're a selfish fuck that doesn't care for others then to tickle your ear so that you'll perhaps care maybe just a little bit taking it upon yourself to conjure a vile emotion whenever they're mentioned only keeps you in that version of yourself whenever we trigger a memory we also transport ourselves back into that time and space so with hating them in the present day you're allowing yourself to continue feeling sad hurt and rightfully so mad but that was then and this is now and I think it's more than fair to say that now you deserve joy, right? Now you deserve happiness. Now you deserve better than that. So stop crying over spilt milk, okay? And instead, clean it up, throw it out, and keep it pushing. The milk representing the feelings that no longer serves you. And it should go without saying that in the middle of crying and cleaning, that you should be dealing with it so that, you know, you can keep it pushing and, you know, not have to look back on that situation. In order for me to do my job effectively, I do have to be transparent. So initially, yes, I was sad. I was sad as fuck, right? I'll keep a little general so y'all can let y'all imaginations run the loose. Um, but sometimes I thought, you know, I settled with my new reality. Like I was like, okay with it. I was comfortable with it. I wrapped my mind and my heart around it. But then, you know, when there wasn't no silence in my mind and it all sunk in, it showed a new side of a challenge that I wasn't prepared for. It. Like, you know, when you're really in a relationship with someone and you go through things and you love them and you experience so many, like, different life experiences with this person for an extended period of time, to not have that is like, whoa, okay, all right. So whole new program, whole new channel, like, you know, how do we get comfortable with this, right? And so because I wasn't prepared for it, here's the part where, you know, this is where like the the split in the road where you can make a left or you can make a right right and some people normally make a left and fuck themselves up um you know you're sad and you're mourning the loss of an intimate relationship so what do you do you pick up another person right you you fill the void you 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 replace to you replace it and i think it's the dumbest most self-destructive thing that could ever be done um and i the reason why i call it filling the void is because you know you know exactly what's being filled okay instead of addressing the loud silence which some might call personal torment not me because i don't feel that way <laughs> i clear my mind i meditate but some it's decided that instead of choosing something that'll benefit you in the long run right like a healthy habit you swap that for instant self-gratification right replacing someone's presence with a void filler which can sometimes be a person really does fuck you up it could be a person it could be a substance right either which way like sex drugs whatever there's a substance and it is something that really does fuck you up because you have one set of feelings left to be neglected which is the original problem but then when the void triggers you right it brings you back to that problem so like now you're like angry times two right which fucks you over times two y'all did not hear chris brown saying she ain't you right i don't care if he's canceled i don't care how you feel about him i'm speaking on the singer the song the songwriter the singer songwriter uh not the human <laughs> okay as joseph hernandez said nobody's better than the original so i'm not saying that your ex will be the best right like please do not take that away from here but it's to say that nothing's gonna hit the way that you know the original feelings do like whatever this person does it will trigger you to think about person number one like that's just that's just the name of the game so even if you and your void filler do work out because you know playing devil's advocate is always fun as if lucifer needs a left-hand man 
If it's an environment that actually allows for you to openly express your unresolved feelings for your past relationship, then all the fucking glory to you. Bow down, hallelujah, you are king. Like, great job, right? But if it isn't, that means you're more than likely suppressing feelings as if they do not exist, creating an essence of illusion surrounding the relationship, right? You're living in fucking la-la land, your head's in the clouds. And then eventually when your partner does, you know, do the right thing, well, the wrong thing to you, and they trigger you, all those bottled up neglected feelings from the past that you know needed attention are finally getting their chance to be displayed but being it took so long it was probably you know the way you replied to it was probably an exaggerated response or reaction so as mentioned before part of the word responsibility is response right how you choose to respond is what you are in charge of no matter what no matter how that play situation plays out you are the loser you are a loser and if that's triggering i can't say that i'm particularly sorry because i'm not um because for people that are selfish sense of bitches you know the one time you should choose yourself because humans really be <sighs> some selfish bitches don't you hear the sayings the dog eat dog world like what do you selfish motherfuckers live by that shit okay so for the people that are selfish sense of bitches the one time that you actually should choose yourself and you actually should put yourself first you don't right like what's that about unfortunately choosing your friend doesn't always guarantee as a form of choosing oneself like i know you think yeah like you know i'm getting a little play tonight uh like i'm up i'm up you're really not you're down you're down like <laughs> it's not that ain't it that ain't it uh do this shit for yourself okay navigate your emotions for you be selfish this is like the one time i will encourage like being selfish prioritizing yourself first and fucking foremost not your crutches you know not your hot front not your hot box like but you okay and uh, and i want you to choose yourself over and over and over and over and over and over over and over over again okay you know like you have to ask yourself like how do you want to feel because i know for certain it's not to be in misery which is a word that we need to start reminding ourselves is the exact same meaning as being in a state of like miserable you're miserable right if someone describes you as miserable you are in a state of misery why are you in a in the state of constant misery that's scary right that's not a good place to be you don't want to be there you know you don't want to be there right once again like i said think about that miserable haggard ass mom like that hey miserable ass mom like you, you don't want to be that every time you know you get into that think about her and snap out of that shit you know, so with that, with us being near the end, I couldn't let time pass us by and not share what works best for me. So for starters, you know, I do let myself cry. Um, at the beginning of things, I just let myself cry. Like it didn't have to make sense. If I just felt overwhelmed by fucking everything, I'm let the tears flow. I don't need to track down the origin. It doesn't matter to me. My body feels like I need to cry to release. So I'm gonna cry to release, right? That's that's just what I did. It worked the best. Um, for those that are softening the resistance to tears, here are some alternative methods. Um, I I personally like to write. It doesn't have to be poetry. It could just be just writing, right? In whatever format works for you. I like to journal because I just feel like when you're writing just off emotions, sometimes you write things that you didn't even realize like you were feeling. You're like, whoa, like. <laughs> You know, when you read it back, like, damn, like, that's, that's really how I felt. That's crazy. So it offers you a whole new perspective. I also do like to talk to myself out loud because once again, it's just like writing down. Sometimes you say shit that you didn't even fucking know you were thinking. And once again, it offers you a whole new perspective and you're like, fuck man, like that's, that's something crazy. Like you play it back and you know, it's kind of like a good way to like reason to yourself. And I, I just feel like once again, it's just a good perspective to have. Um, in case you don't want to scandalize your business at this all. You know, you can even, you know, take it a step further. And like I said, like record it, like 
record it, play it back, listen to it. Maybe when you cool down a little bit, when you're ready to revisit, because I just feel like, once again, another perspective. Why the fuck not? It never fucking hurts. I like physical activity too. You know, just stretching, loosening up my shoulders, my back, my hamstrings are always tight as well. Listening to music, coloring, doing a puzzle, like anything to just really exercise the mind and not get it distracted, uh, but just to get it moving to, you know, uh, I guess the flex. Maybe, maybe some like a distraction still. Um, obviously deal with your feelings, but at the same time, you know, to help time pass by and you know be productive with shit like find new hobbies like i'm trying to get back into knitting again i really want to make a bucket hat so like that's something <laughs> that i'm going to do with my newfound time and we'll so we'll see about that but you know and then like companionship like i've been speaking on you know speaking to a friend or someone that you just really trust obviously we don't trauma dump without permission it's not cool shit uh because we all have our own stuff going on but you know nonetheless like you know just having a confidant to express yourself to someone that can help help you you know make sense of your feelings someone that knows you best is always great to have on your side right but it's with that being said that i have to say <laughs> that i'm very happy to close out this episode with knowing that something was taking away from this i feel like there are many times that things are taken away from what i have to say um regardless if it hits three ears 40 ears 80 ears 90 ears 2000 ears you know manifesting whatever but uh nonetheless like a million ears um i just I'm very happy that there's people that fuck with this shit because, you know, I feel like having someone to share relatable life experiences with, uh, especially someone you may not know, kind of makes it a little easier to, like, go through your own shit. And I feel like I, you know, have learned a lot through my life experiences where it's like, why the fuck not share, right? Why the fuck not inspire, right? Why the fuck not, you know... I don't fucking know, light up a spark in someone. I don't know, I just feel like, be the change you wanna see, right? So that's what I'm here doing for ya. Um, but being single has, you know, a whole lot in store for me. And I am a very motherfucking excited. And within my time of being single, I have discovered a lot of icks. It's disgusting. Uh, so stay tuned on Monday for Unhinge As Fuck. Um, where I will be sharing some of my new discovered eggs because y'all niggas make me sick to my motherfucking stomach. I'm kidding, not really. Um, but like y'all do. Uh, so the following Wednesday, like I said, every motherfucking Wednesday, as you know, will be another episode of Unapologetic as Fuck. And I have a little surprise for you guys. And I'm very, 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 very excited for you guys to tune in with us. So thank you so much for listening. Follow me on Instagram, unapologeticpdcs tea email me bitches talk to me i want to grow and expand this platform i fuck with y'all so motherfucking much so thank you for fucking with me and uh remember where focus goes energy motherfucking flows like a river (laughs) bye